It's time for the PokéStop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokémon chat. And now, your hosts, Rob Roberts and Shane. Welcome back once again to the PokéStop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokémon chat. And tonight, there is a lot of it. My name is Rob Roberts, and with me as always is Shane. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It's well. It's been a, it's it's weird, but it's been a couple weeks. And it doesn't even like it feels like a month, but really? at the same time, I don't know what happened in that month. So it's not really. It, it like it feels like it's been a month, but it it doesn't feel like a month. It, it's I don't been know how to describe it's it. It's been a couple weeks. You know, I I know we don't promise new shows every week. Although you know, we'd like to do maybe one a week, one every other week. But um, you know, just the reality was what we did the last episode right before I went to Dragon Con, right? And that was like a year ago, and that was like August, that was the end of August. It was August thirtieth, and I flew out to dragon con now it's september 14th so it's been two weeks and we didn't intend to miss so much time but and so much news i know so there's been a lot going on so uh we definitely want to get into it but i want to start off tonight because if i don't do it now i'll get yelled at about it later yep i want to talk a little bit about what what have you been doing in your pokemon gaming for those couple weeks shane how's the shiny hunt i'm up to 88 so i'm 12 away from my goal of 100 before sun and moon that seems doable. Your yeah, um, but I had a little snag this week because I upgraded, side-graded my 3DS, and so I was really worried I was going to lose all my stuff, and so I, I haven't been playing Pokemon because of it, but everything seems to be there so I can continue on, but then a different game came out and playing that instead, so... Which reminds me, um, you said you were going to give me a shiny wingle because you you will. You know what? I'm going to use that though as motivation for you. You need to beat the dumb game, <laughs> and like you need to at least get another badge before you get a shiny wingle. I I actually played a little bit in this past couple weeks. Did you get another badge? I did not get another badge. Well, but my understanding is I'm in kind of a stretch where it's going to be a little bit before I get a badge. Yeah, well, you've got a shiny wingle at the end of that road there all right try usually usually folks uh he'll just give me the leftover shinies like i'm i'm able to get my own shiny collection from shane's yeah. seconds like the unwanted ones yeah the ones that aren't perfect exactly uh to his liking he's like oh, i guess i'll give these away and that's what's people. been happening with wingle for me because i was trying to get a shiny um Mareep, and i cannot seem to get one but i can get like a million shiny wingles instead from that um Horde battle, but it's always Wingle. I feel like we watched a Twitch feed one yeah, night where they we were did. hunting a Wingle. <laughs> they weren't trying to. It's just what came up. I see. It's like the the Pokemon you didn't ask for, but you're going to get anyway. Yeah. Shiny Wingle. There exactly. you go. Uh, what else in your gaming? Uh, well, I mean, for Pokemon, not much except for like the news we'll get into. I mean, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute. But for Pokemon Go, even though I don't really play it anymore, um, I did use the update and added a little partner Pokemon. So that was cute, I guess. And I turned it off after I put that partner Pokemon there. <laughs> Fired it up just enough to see what was new and then turned it right back off. Yeah, I didn't even see what was new because I had to have somebody tell me how to do it. Was it you who told me how to do it? I think I did. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't even know how to do this. I just I just want to add a Pokemon and be a friend and that's I'm su- it. I'm surprised you didn't comment on like the new trainer pictures. The backgrounds are all blue now if you're Team Mystic or red or yellow, depending on what team you are. But I guess that's just it's just dropped off for me so much that I didn't even realize there was a change there. 
Gosh. I, whereas I was playing a bit of Pokemon Go, um, actually, well, since I was at a con, right? I was at Dragon Con, which I got to say, uh, backing up a little bit, Pokemon was a very popular cosplay at Dragon Con. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I know you're feeling a little, you know, like like the Go fever has kind of died down for you a lot. But I think for the franchise in general, it's really energized a lot of people because the costumes are, are back. And they're, you know, like there was a lot of people dressed as Ash or, you know, Misty, one of the other very, very recognizable anime characters. Uh, there was also, like, there was just a giant Pikachu. Several people dressed as a Pokey Stop. Um, you might have seen over Could on you our... spin their heads? I didn't try. <laughs> well, but you're I just inviting that in, dressing up like one. Cosplay is not consent, Shane. Uh, Shane... <laughs> but uh... some of the costumes were more elaborate than others, that's for sure. Like, some would be like, I'm wearing a blue tutu and generally kind of have, you know, the, the cardboard shape of one. Some of them were, were much more elaborate. But uh, if you follow us on Twitter, and you should, over at Pokestop Podcast, I actually tweeted, and I, I, I picked these folks intentionally, Shane, because they caught my eye because I thought you would appreciate it, is that, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Shane's favorite, the original 151 fever because of Pokemon Go. You can't hear me, but I just, like... <laughs> Like, got angry eyes. But these particular ladies that I I tweeted, they caught my attention because uh, one of them was carrying a Poplio, and then the other one, like, had a Raichu, but she had changed it, so it definitely looked like Alolan form, where it was Raichu on the surfboard. So Well, on a surf tail. You know what I mean, surf tail or whatever. So I took a picture of them because I actually thought of Shane, and I was like, oh, Shane would appreciate that these two are doing something that's not just the old school stuff, so... Yeah, I don't remember my response to it, but I was pretty pretty sure I was just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like very subdued and But to be fair, guys, that's Shane's reaction to like ninety nine percent of anything. That really so. is. <laughs> don't don't take that as a, if those cosplayers are out there, don't take that as a disservice. Your yeah. Co- your just, costumes are great. That's how I am. So and a lot of the cosplay at uh, Dragon Con was really something I there was a lot of that. Um and I'm trying to think what else I saw a lot of. But I was really surprised I didn't see as much Stranger Things as I thought I would. Not to get too far off topic of our show. You did not cosplay no, as I, what you were supposed and to. And I, I didn't realize. see anybody cosplaying oh. as Barb. I threw out the idea that I might cosplay as Barb, but I didn't see anybody doing Barb. I did see um, some gals doing Eleven, if you've seen that show. I just, I'm very disappointed, and I kind of want to just stop the show right now. Maybe, I'll, you know what? I've got like three other conventions coming. You know what? I'll wear the Barb costume to Final Fantasy Fan Fest because that makes a lot of sense. You should do it to <laughs> GamerX. <laughs> if I can throw something together in time, we'll see. All right. Um, oh, but one more thing on the convention. I was playing Pokemon Go. I There was some really good Pokemon to be had there. I caught a War Tortoise there at... Uh, uh, it's called a War Turtle. What? What? I thought it was War Tortoise. Okay, whatever. You said War Tortoise. Fine. Uh, I caught one of those, and I caught, uh, like, tons of Clefairies. I don't know if the convention happened to be, like, a Clefairy farm or something, but I haven't caught a single one here. I caught a ton of those there. Um, but two things that were kind of funny... One is that they actually had signs because there's a lot of like traffic moving at Dragon Con. You know, it's between different hotels. You have to walk across what they call sky bridges to get from one hotel to the other. They actually had signs that said, do not stop to take pictures or play Pokemon Go in the sky bridge. So I thought that was kind of interesting. They actually had to call out Pokemon Go and there was a lot of people playing. The second thing is that the lures were uh, going 24-7 at the different hotels, right? Nonstop. And one night, I was up at 3 a.m. because at Dragon Con, sometimes you're up at 3 a.m. And I was like, who's putting lures on these things at 3 in the morning on a Sunday? And I looked, you know, because you can kind of see who's luring it. I'm like, what's the name? And the name on it was 
Richard Garriott, which you may not know that name, but um, he's a, a computer guy from the 80s. He's probably better known by his alias Lord British. He created the Ultima series. He's always a Dragon Con, and being a retro gamer, I'm a big fan of his, and he's always there at Dragon Con. He, he does great panels, um, but I thought it was hilarious. He's super into Pokemon Go, I guess, and I actually tweeted at him the picture, and he, re he replied back. He said, I, I have to get to level 27 somehow. So he's, he not only plays the game, but he's way further along than most people I know. So I thought that was, I thought that was kind of cool. So, all right, uh, let's get into some of the news that we've been missing out on. So we'll start with Pokemon Go, and then I know there's been a ton in Sun and Moon, so Shane yeah. could probably fill an entire show by himself. Mm -hmm. um, but there was some Go news that is definitely noteworthy. And first off, we already kind of alluded to it. That update has been released that will allow you to choose your buddy Pokemon, which is the big, big change in that version. So you choose a Pokemon that you want to be your buddy, and for every three kilometers you walk, that might vary depending on which Pokemon, but at least um, the one I picked, you, you walk three kilometers and you get one candy. So this might be very good if you want to evolve a Squirtle, a Charmander, something, or a Magikarp seems to be the very popular option. Something that you don't catch out in the wild very often. Like it would be silly to do a Pidgey because you could catch a million Pidgeys and evolve them very easily. But the ones that don't pop up as frequently, like Magikarp, again, very popular, um, you will assign that as your buddy Pokemon. You can get a candy every three kilometers. So yet another walking incentive for Pokemon Go, which I think is going to play into something else we talk about here in a minute. Uh, but they did some other little minor changes as well, uh, made it easier to select smaller Pokemon on the screen, um, eggs sometimes hatching without the animation that's been fixed, uh, a performance reliability when a device switches network like Wi-Fi to cellular uh, where the application would uh, hang or stop updating. And, of course, they have added support for the Pokemon Go Plus device, which GameStop is tweeting they will have in stores in just two days in limited quantities. Well, it was this is a Nintendo peripheral. It was announced that yeah. while we were gone that the Pokemon Go Plus is coming out on September 16th in a lot of different countries notably Japan and um, the U.S., with other countries to follow. But the weird thing is my Amazon order, they... Still says, like, no release date. Like, no date. release date. See, I looked at mine today because I still have it pre-ordered. I don't know why because I, I don't really care at this point. Um, Not that I would ever encourage this, but at this point you could probably sell it, it secondhand. Yeah. yeah. Um, or give it to a fan of the show. I'll give it to a fan that gives me money for it. Um <laughs> But I looked at it and it said it was delivered. I'm like, what? And then I clicked on it, even though it said delivered, it's like, has not shipped yet. I'm like, okay, so it's just some weird error that they have. That is very strange. It is weird. Uh, they are also saying that they are still working on eliminating bots and scrapers from Pokemon Go. Uh, another controversial change rooted and jailbroken devices are not supported by Pokemon Go. Uh, so there's some people, especially on the Android side, that root their phones. And, I don't even know what that means. Uh, it's Well, especially with, you know, the jailbroken thing, right? Where yeah. it's like more open access. It's a similar yeah. type of thing, basically, where it's like you have more control over the inner workings of your phone. I I'm, thought they didn't care about that on I'm Android. putting it very bluntly. Well, my assumption is having a phone like that is how some of these tools get installed into the game. That's my thought, is that with a rooted phone, you can actually kind of sideload stuff into the game files themselves, if that makes sense. Okay. Again, I, I don't profess to be an expert on this stuff, but that's kind of the very, you know, and I'm probably oversimplifying a lot, but that's essentially like how it works. You have to hack the planet 
basically, like they do in the movies. I see. Like, right, anyway. I don't know what that means. I oh, forget it. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, that update is out, and I'm sure a lot of you Go players are checking that out. And you know, you can you know take pictures of your trainer and the buddy trainer, which or the buddy Pokemon, which is hilarious. If you have a Snorlax, it's gigantic because the Pokemon buddies tend to be about the size you would expect them to be. Uh, another big announcement this past week, I'm sure many of you heard about. Um, Pokemon Go came on stage at the Apple event when they were announcing the iPhone well, 7. Well, Niantic did. Ni- Pokemon Go is just, you know, an app. Can't come on stage. <sighs> but it was was the app on the stage, on a watch. Yes, it was, because they demoed it. Ah, so. But uh, it doesn't have, like, the, like, sentience to actually be the thing that came out all right, on just, stage. All right, just be quiet. Let me read the news. So after Super Mario Run, which was kind of a big deal in and of that, itself. Yeah, that eclipsed everything. Which, you know, Nintendo putting out. Which, by the way, that isn't exclusive to iPhone, though, which is important to note. Yeah, it's, because, it's like a timed exclusive, it seems. Yeah, and apparently this is not exclusive to the iWatch device or anything it's like called that called Apple either. Watch. Apple, whatever. Apple I don't own one. I probably won't. So the same. <laughs> anyway, uh, but Pokemon Go is coming to the Apple Watch by the end of the year, and so they're saying, of course, you know, it will help in burning calories because as you walk, it will actually show you uh, how much you've walked, how far, and how many calories you've burned are actually all right there on the little Apple Watch display. You can also see the nearby Pokemon. For what it's worth, I no word if it will be an accurate radar at that point, if they'll be able to work that out or not. Um, but uh, you can also uh, see when your eggs hatch. You'll see when you earn medals. Um, so that's kind of neat that all that stuff is incorporated into the watch for those that own the watch. What's interesting about that, what, what kind of struck me as interesting was that, well, if you have an Apple watch, then you don't really need that Pokemon Go Plus accessory. It seems like everything that accessory is going to do and more is on the watch. No. Doesn't you can't, it? You can't throw Pokeballs from that. Oh, I thought I thought you actually... No, I guess you no, couldn't. Nope. I thought they did actually show a Pokeball on the screen, but I guess, I guess that was... It yeah. was an egg. That's yeah, it was it. an egg, not a Pokeball. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I they, guess are, they are different. Mm. So there's pros and cons to both of them, and you can get both and get a full experience without too many features really overlapping. Yeah. Um, by the way, also, while um, John Hankey was on stage, who's the CEO of Niantic, he said Pokemon Go has been downloaded 500 million times. On a, 500 million. How many people are on the planet? <laughs> like <laughs> several billion, but still like 500 million times on iOS. Uh, players have walked 4.6 billion kilometers when playing the game. So, you know, still impressive stats for the game. I know there's another report out there, yet another Pokemon Go is losing popularity type of report that's out there. But even with that, Pokemon Go is apparently still making six times as much money as the runner-up on the store. Yeah, it doesn't matter that it's taken a hit because obviously any popular app is going to peak and then start to drop. It just matters how far it drops and where it actually sustains itself at. True. So... Whatever, just like like I said, I don't really play now, but I'm you know there's like millions that still do. So well, and what relevant. what's going to cause people to come back will be features. You know, mm-hmm. perhaps if the radar were to be back to the way it was, that might. Uh, cause I would you totally to check come back to that. Uh, if shinies came out, you've said that before. <laughs> yeah, but I have to maybe like change my stance on it. <laughs> it just would be too Uh-oh. much work. Uh oh! Suddenly, suddenly backtracking. You guys all hear that? He's backtracking. 
Um, but there are other features, obviously, in the uh, works right now. Uh, there was an interview done with TechCrunch uh, that uh, John Hankey did, talking about, of course, the one-on-one -on -one battling, which is a very popular thing. And he said, it's something that will probably make its way onto our roadmap. It's a very vague answer, but... But that's the thing. The concept trailer showed battling. So your concept trailer has features that you actually didn't plan to do at all. Mm. Like that's kind of sketchy to me. Like that was something that was like heavily shown in that trailer. It's probably supposed to be an interpretation of the gym battles, but there's a lot in that trailer that isn't yeah. really the game. I mean, yeah, it's I mean that's it's true. A, it's like a, it's like one of those video game trailers that shows you nothing but the pre-rendered movies. Right. Yeah. So, um, but uh, you know, the, well, speaking of that trailer, the live events, we still have yet to hear. How is Mewtwo going to happen? How are any of the other legendaries going to happen? We mm -hmm. have no, where's Ditto? Like, there's still a lot to be unveiled that we don't know anything about. And, you know, Niantic has not really given a time frame on any of that. I wonder how much of that's Niantic and how much of that's the Pokemon company saying, hold this information back. Don't do this yet. Yeah, who knows? It's uh, and is anybody get some of it could be Nintendo question mark because yeah. you know they have the um, the device the peripheral investment in it as well. Anyway, um, he also of course reiterated that the Apple Watch and all that is not exclusive, uh, saying our whole mission as a company is to evangelize this whole concept of playing games outside real world games. We want lots of people to create games like that. Our technology is a platform that can be used to make these experiences. So we're interested in moving that genre of game of games forward. So, you know, and obviously, you know, I, you know, I bring an Ingress perspective to the show and that game's still trucking along and they are having live events in Ingress and that is still happening. I think the next wave is happening um, September 24th, which I think is like a week from Saturday. They're doing big events. Toronto is the big one. Um, but obviously, I mean, that's Ingress that won't have anything to do with Pokemon, but I imagine it would make a lot of sense and is only a matter of time before you have like the Ingress event on Saturday and the Pokemon event on Sunday or something where, you know, if you're going to have the whole Niantic staff in, in a town for a weekend that they will probably start to loop this together. But I don't know if they're ready for the demand of a live event, even, even with all the players having left again, that will be one of those features that. You know, it's like there's Ingress players that hardly ever play the game. But then when an anomaly comes to town, they show up, you know, just because events get people motivated, I guess. So. All right. Well, let's move on and talk about what's going on with the handheld games. Oh, my gosh. A lot. A lot. Like, a lot. You, and, you know, I'm more casual on that. And even I know there's a lot. You've missed so much stuff. So we're going to. Just try to go through it as best we can. Um, maybe skip over a little bit of the details. So um, one thing that got announced um, is that there will be a special downloadable Munchlax Pokemon um, between the release date of Sun and Moon and January 11th, 2017. So as long as you get the game or one of the games, you can download this Munchlax, which what's special about it um, is that it comes with a Z crystal that is specific for Snorlax. So it gives Snorlax a special Snorlax only Z move. And honestly, it's a really funny Z move. If you've watched the video, he basically wakes up, his eyes go like flashing red and jumps up and slams into the other Pokemon just causes like big explosion radiating out from it. It's really cool. I, I imagine that I woke up a guard in Metal Gear. 
And that was the wrath that I suffered for doing that. It was like the exclamation point. But I thought it was a funny move, too. It was really cool. Um, it also, uh, this, uh, I think I have, to, yeah, um, this Munchlax has a happy hour, which it can't normally learn. And that just gives you twice as much money after uh, a battle with a trainer. So that's cool. Um, sorry, I have to keep going back and forth between different windows on my iPad. Uh, beyond that, uh, the next little thing we found out is that sun and moon are 12 hours apart in game. So what that means is the games read your time on your, your, your 3DS's time. And with that, sun will read it like normal. Moon, however, will read it 12 hours later. So if you play at 4 p.m., you're actually going to be playing at 4 a.m. in moon. And I think that's really interesting. Um, apparently, not only will it cause different Pokemon to appear on different routes, um, but it also shows or it also will affect um, the Pokemon uh, or sorry, the totem Pokemon in the trials. Hmm. And uh, I read that it can also uh, affect some of the story. How would it affect the totem Pokemon? Just the moves they can use or like which ones show up? Which or? ones show up oh, apparently. But I think that's more a version exclusive. I, it, mm. it, it's, it's worded really um, oddly. Is there, uh, how much of that is, because when I first saw the trailer, my assumption, you know, just based on what I saw with the trailer was, oh, moon is going to be all at night and sun's going to be all at day, but that's like totally not even right. That's, it's yeah, just, it's not right. It's, it's just, they're, they're the, tw- how did you, was that uh, officially reviewed by yeah. Nintendo somewhere? That's the 12 hour. Okay. That's yes. interesting. So that's, that is also interesting because, you know, I tend to play the games at night just because they're a thing to do before bed. That's where I do any of my, th- before you say, well, you never play Pokemon. When I, I do play Pokemon, Pokemon or any 3DS game for that matter, it tends to be before bed, like, you know, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight. So mm-hmm. that's interesting that I could actually have the games during the day. You know, because it's going to bug the crap out of me because I normally play at night and I was kind of looking forward to having my game at night, but I'm going <laughs> to focus more on Moon out of my like 17 copies. And um, I'm kind of sad. <laughs> Interesting. Well, at least I won't have to do what I do in Animal Crossing and set the clock 12 hours ahead yeah. so that everything is open. I at might night. set one of my DSs to be ahead. Oh, cheating. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's cheating. It's just I want to to make just, it look the way I want. You're engineering to catch them all. Yeah, yeah we'll say that. <laughs> There's also um, a new feature that got announced. And, you know, I've never played what you could consider this based off of, but uh, there's something called PokeFinder coming out and it lets you take pictures of Pokemon you find. Um, It looks a lot from what I've seen from the other game and from what I've heard from people that have played it. It looks a lot like Pokemon Snap. I've never, I've never touched that game. I I find that so fascinating that that's the one Pokemon thing I've done that you haven't is played Pokemon Snap and that game's adorable. And I think there is a lot of internet, chat for whatever that's worth that people would like to see like Pokemon snap, make a comeback type of thing. So I think this is kind of their way of, you know, throwing a bone at those people. Mm. I mean, Pokemon Snap was also on rails. So, you know, there was a very specific kind of strategy you had to use and timing you had to do to get certain things to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you going to have like pester balls and fruit that you throw and all that stuff? Well, like you it do looks like probably I mean, not. Probably not. It's it probably looks, a little more scaled down, but yeah. that's still cool. And there's only specific spots. It looks like that you can do this in. Um, and it looks like you're just taking pictures, but it shows that you can also like get rated on the pictures you take. It must be a Miiverse thing, maybe. 
Maybe. Or something like it. It'll probably work with your uh, your friend codes or what have you. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like all the other features. Um, we also have more information about uh, Zygarde now because he was already announced to be in the game when he's a legendary from X and Y um, with new forms in this game. And it looks like Dexio and Cena from X and Y, uh, they were Professor Sycamore's uh, assistants, are returning and they give you a, a Zygarde cube and you use that to collect the cores and cells around Alola. So it's a mini game, which I'm guessing is going to result in getting your own Zygarde. So that's exciting because I do like the new Zygarde forms a lot. Um, and just stop me if you want to say anything. Just no, I don't. I don't. Since I haven't really played a lot of X and Y, there's not a lot I can add to that. Sorry. That's fine. Um, we have a new member of Team Skull that got announced, Gladion. Uh, he looks a lot like uh, Lily in the hair, the eyes, um, but he is said that he's an enforcer of Team Skull, and he places a high value on being strong in Pokemon battles. Um, he does have a partner Pokemon, which we'll come back to because it's one of the ones that got announced uh, while we were gone. We also learned about a, a new uh, team, or you can call them a team, but it's the Aether Foundation. Uh, they are working in Alola to care for Pokemon that have been hurt. Um, it was That's the middle island that is not a natural island. That's where the Aether Foundation uh, resides. Um, but they also do various research projects, and they straight up look like they're probably the real bad guys. Like, they look too clean. Yeah, I was going to gonna say, be... are they protagonists, antagonists? What's what's the deal with them? Um, I feel like they're going to be the antagonists, and uh, that Team Skull will probably end up being good. But uh, we've got the head of the Aether Foundation, the president. Uh, her name is Lusamine. And guess what? She looks a lot like Lily and looks like a uh, Gladion, so I'm guessing they're related somehow. Mm. We've got Faba. He is this... Uh, He's the uh, branch chief, and he just looks kind of weird. He's got green, big goggles. They say sunglasses, but I, I don't think they look like that. He looks like one of the. Is it the professor in The Simpsons or something? Kind of, kind of reminds me of that. Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. You have to see it a little bit. I don't see it at all. Oh, whatever. Uh, then we've got. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Wiki. I don't know. Wiki. Uh, she's the assistant branch chief, and she looks like, I don't know, Barb from Stranger Things, or what's her name? Velma from Scooby-Doo. Velma from Scooby-Doo, Lola informed for Velma. Yeah. Have you seen all the internet fandom for oh, this yeah, one character? Oh, yeah, everybody loves her. Yeah. Um, that's it's, even her personality. It says everybody, all the employees love her, and she has a caring personality. So <laughs> and the internet, I guess, fell for her, too. It's, it's very similar to Barb. Everybody just saw, like, the one picture and, you know, just fell in love. And it's the, it's happening all over again. Yeah. Uh-huh. And what really makes this feel like it's probably an evil team of some sort is that they have Aether Foundation employees, which are just basically the grunts. They have a male and female. So ah. they're up to something. And one of the things that they're up to is researching something called ultra beasts uh it's this new thing that uh pokemon sun and moon are introducing and they are not Yet another new thing yeah i know it's just this isn't even pokemon at this point um what is it then? but not in like a bad way um so these beasts 
possess mighty powers, and it says that they could pose a threat to humans and Pokemon, so they're feared. The Aether Foundation is researching these Ultra Beasts, and um, multiple exist, each with a code name. So the first one we were introduced to is UB01. Kind of looks like a jellyfish. Um, it says that it's composed of a glass-like substance, and it's constantly changing shapes. Uh, one thing that stands out, though, is it said, for some reason, its movements resembles those of a young girl. You look at this, it's like the spitting image of Lily if she was a jellyfish. So a lot of speculation there that Lily is somehow related to this ultra beast or is this ultra beast. I think a jellyfish could change their form, I guess. Well, it says, yeah, it's, it says it's constantly changing shapes, never settling well, on one. Yeah. And the fact that it has the movement of young girl and it's got basically her hat and her, her like hair. It's just, that's my feelings. What do you think? Um, I think anything's possible, but I, I think, I think you're reading into a lot of tropes with sci-fi and stuff that are probably accurate, like the misdirect on who the bad guy really is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so um, I could, I could see that happening. I'd be curious though, because when you see like the UBO one and the stuff in the um, videos, you think, oh, it kind of like, you know, again, to, to a more a casual person like me, I look at it and go, oh, it's another Pokemon I can catch, but maybe it's not, maybe not. They're, they're not Pokemon. It's flat out says that. So I don't think we'll actually be able to catch them. But in a, in a way that's almost disappointing. It's like, oh, because I you, you'll that. inevitably fight it. Yeah. But I don't really want, I mean, cause we have a couple more to talk about too. I don't think I would want to catch these. Like I want to catch Pokemon. I don't want to catch these. I just I don't know. I it, it would it would feel weird to kind of battle something that you don't ever aren't ever able to catch. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you battle trainers. You never catch them. And, and why not? And <laughs> what if these? What if for like UB01? What if it is Lily? You would be literally catching something that could turn into a human, and that's just awkward. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is. I, well, yeah, it's a little weird. Like, maybe there could be, like, a team-up thing, because there, there are certainly two-on-two -two battles and stuff. I don't know. Um, I still just feel like it should be, you know, in a, in a game like Final Fantasy, you can have other people in your party, and it's not yeah, weird. Yeah, but you don't throw them in. You don't get them in Pokeballs. Well, maybe. carry them around in your pocket. Maybe you don't put this thing in a Pokeball. Maybe there's some other trick to it. Mm. You, could sh you can put 11 billion things in your backpack. I'm sure there's a... <laughs> there's, for them. There's a nice little cabin or something that can follow you around that you can put people in. Maybe. I don't think so, though. Um, today, actually, we got more Ultra Beasts revealed. And this is our second real instance of version exclusive things because the two share the same UB02 designation, but one is exclusive to Sun and one is exclusive to Moon. Moon gets UB02 Beauty, um, and it's like this. People are saying like a cockroachy looking like what? thing. I can kind of see it, but no. it's it's like a super feminine, like thin cockroach. And um, <laughs> that's a horrible description. It says that it has crazy speed where it can even dodge lightning. Um, it also says that when a Pokemon, any Pokemon sees it, regardless of its gender, it will become infatuated with it and lose the will to battle. Um, and nobody knows why. Then there's UBO2 Absorption, which is actually a different name than the Japanese version, which is Expansion. But it is this big, bulgy, red and black, buff, mosquito-y looking thing. 
Um, it says that the full force of its punch uh, would be off the charts and that its mouth is said to be harder than diamonds. And yeah, looking at these two, Beauty, Dead Ringer for Lusamine. Like hands down, totally looks like Lusamine. Even has like the same pose. And then um, Absorption has the same color scheme as Gladion. Um, but, you know, it's just really weird if these are, these ultra beasts, the three here are not somehow related to Gladion, Lily and Lusamine. Maybe it's something where like the beasts take on characteristics or something like they don't necessarily have to be the people, but maybe they're made part with the genes of people or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting a little too science fiction for what is essentially. Well, a I do, game. well at this point, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> true but again i but it is weird again that you have these different characters in sun and moon and you're not going to be able to take one out of moon into sun well and that, that kind of just lends the the idea that this or these ultra beasts are more just for story development than mm. anything else so i don't know i mean we just need to wait for november 18th like can we just push that date up a couple months? It'd be great. Well, you're like just four days shy of two months away. I so know. It's getting it's, closer. It's, oh, it's still not close enough. Can, um, I, can I tell a quick aside, though, real yes. quick? Because it's, it's funny. There's this Twitter meme going around today that's like, tell a very sad story in oh, four yeah. words. And, you know, there some people will write, you know, very, very poetic types of things in four words. But one of my friends put... Pokemon Sun Moon delayed, and I was like, "Oh, if I was Shane, I would actually tear up. I would, I would <laughs> cry a lot if I saw that." And then I'm thinking, every stinking video game, you know, you know, I have OLR. We talk about the general games. It's like every stinking video game. What Last Guardian just got booted to December. Final Fantasy 15 had just been delayed. No Man's Sky had been delayed. How many times? Heck, uh, television gets delayed. Do Star Trek Discovery? They just said today is going to happen in May now instead of January. So yep. I'm just like, you know, Shane. Maybe it'll get delayed. I, it can't. It's not going to get delayed. You got, it, it just can't. To put the angry emails down. It's not really going to get delayed, but I'm still going to tease Shane. Yeah, whatever. Um, one of the trailers, too, and it's been updated on the site, um, a Japanese trailer, actually, had this character. Looked a lot like Professor Oak, but tan and had longer hair. Um, Alolan form. Yeah, and that's what the site even says. But no, it's actually his uh, his cousin, Samson Oak, and he is there, shockingly enough, researching regional variants. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah. That somebody tied to Gen 1 is here looking at all these Gen 1 variants. Whatever. What a twist. Yeah. I thought I th- I thought it was cute. There's also, and it didn't make my notes um, because I just now remembered it, but if there's this awesome Japanese trailer that came out last week. I love the music. I can't quit watching it. And it just flashes some random dialogue. And in one part, it shows dialogue for somebody. And the name is Burnett. And it is the same name as one of the professors that did the, like, Dreamworld stuff in Generation 5. So with this, you know, Cousin of Oak and seeing that, I wonder if more professors are just going to show up randomly. Somebody thought they saw... Colress from Generation Five in a screen too. It's like Sibling Island or Cousin Island. Cousin, or something. cousin Island. Yeah. That's a stupid name. 
that's what it's turning into if that all that is true. Although, my gosh, doesn't this game have enough? No, How could, it's what, not even, Now they're going to bring Gen 5 stuff into this, I too? Would, uh, that's my favorite Gen. I know, so but it's like it's, it's almost too much. Almost. Well, isn't... Well, okay. Tinfoil hat, maybe. I don't know. I want an Alolan form Asha wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't Gen 5 be due next for remakes? No, we still need Gen 4. Do, oh, we do, that's right. We haven't had Gen 4. Nope. I, I, I can't count, y'all. Oh, my gosh. It would be so cute to have Gen 5 starter Alolan forms because it's a little sea otter, which they could do. They could do like a roasted pig for Tepig. <laughs> be kind of gross, I guess. But That might be a little morbid for uh, folks. Um, but just, th- just think, though, we're, we're probably inevitably going to get a remake in the same engine. No. You don't think so? No, it'll be... I think I don't even think we'll get Gen Four on on 3DS. I think it'll be on the successor. No, I don't, this I don't, NX. I don't think NX because I don't like they keep saying it's not going to be a successor. Whatever mm. is after the 3DS. All right, we'll see. Um, there are those rumors about a Pokemon game on NX, but I mean, somebody could have invented that in their basement for clicks. Of Who knows? course, yeah. Um, so now let's get into the newly announced Pokemon. And really quick, as an aside, because we're not going to talk about this week, we'll probably talk about it next time. Um, Koro Koro, the magazine in Japan, did leak and does show new forms for Rockruff's evolution. But because details seem so sketchy on the translation on what it all means, we'll just talk about it next time because surely on the next news update they'll discuss that in video form. But I, I want it, I want the one in Pokemon Moon if the speculation is true. Yeah, because it's a werewolf, yeah. and the other one's just a wolf. Um, anyway, so we've got Alolan Rattata. I think we may have talked about it already, but now, did we? I think we talked about Rattata, but not Raticate. Okay. Well, the Pokemon site put it up. Um, so they put it up there. We can see that it's got Gluttony or Hustle as its ability, whatever. Um, Raticate. Like, I, having played Pokemon Go, I don't need to see another fucking Rattata. Like, I don't care if they put a mustache on it or whatever they did to it. It's not enough. It still looks like Rattata, and I'm a little, I'm a little just like over Rattata. So done. Okay. Well, I think it's cute because it also stands up instead of is on all fours. But Raticate is super ugly, and it's dark normal too. It's still, it's got gluttony and hustle. Who cares? It's like the most garbage looking. <laughs> I think Alolan it's, I think form. it's like cute ugly. It is not like, even a cute. It's ugly. got such a fat face, but all I'm thinking is it's, that it's keeping its mouth like clenched because it's gonna throw up. <laughs> at itself <laughs> i would like it accidentally saw itself in a mirror but I'm, I'm also a little bit like sick of radicates because what an easy way to get xp in pokemon yeah. go just keep churning out radicates um and and pidgeys uh but uh yeah I, I i think the alolan form of radicate at least made me giggle a little bit like oh how cute he looks like a criminal and they've got this whole like cloak and dagger thing going on between the young goose and the Raticate and silly there you know there's gonna be some stupid subplot well here's the thing in and i po- say stupid in a loving affectionate way in pokemon moon alolan Raticate is the totem pokemon of uh the trial in the verdant or verdant cavern on melee melee island but in sun it's its rival gumshoes so mm. um there there's your i guess reason to to have eradicate around, but it's so ugly. I hate it like a lot. I think it's super dumb. 
Um, but let's move on to better Pokemon. So we've got, I don't know how to pronounce this, Jangmo O. It is a, uh, it's the scaly Pokemon. Its type is Dragon. And it's got the ability Bulletproof or Soundproof. It is a super cute little gray dragon with a, a golden scale heart on its head. And it says that it's humble, but uh, it's also got the pride of a warrior. Uh, it always is trying to become stronger. And it is really cute. And I know it has to have an evolution. People are thinking it's going to be the dragon line that usually has, you know, two extra evolutions. I could see that. The pseudo legendary. Yeah, I got to admit, this Pokemon is a little bit like, like at first I'm kind of like, it's just, yeah, it's a little bit, we have such strong Pokemon in this generation. Like this Pokemon is just kind of like, oh, this is a filler mon. This isn't anything too significant, except for that heart on the head, yeah. like really sells it. I'm like, okay, but that's super cute. And the shiny better be pink in the heart <laughs> <laughs> because then maybe I can even get on board all this shiny collecting stuff going on. But that, that heart is super cute, but why can't they just call, I know it's Jangmo. Oh, but why can't it just be Jangmu? Why can't we you just can, call it Jangmu? You can, when you capture one, you can remove That's, that little dash. I'm I, that is exactly what I'm going to do. Shane, I'm, I'm going to write smart. that down. So I don't forget. You'll Jangmu. Forget. Jangmu for life. And since it's just dragon, I wonder if its evolutions will gain a second typing, but I don't know what it could possibly be. Mm. But maybe dragon fighting because it's like a warrior type. Who knows? Let's move so, on. So since since oh. the Pokemon is bulletproof, mm-hmm. do, do, do they stop the bullets with the heart? Because that would be like shot through the heart and you're to blame. Maybe. Huh? <laughs> I tried. Can't even look in that direction. Um, moving on to something that is less terrible, like that pun or whatever you just did. Um, we've got another weirdly named Pokemon type null, and it is the synthetic Pokemon. It's a normal type and it has the ability battle armor. This thing is so cool. Like a lot of people give it crap, but it's basically like some weird chimera thing. It's got like a blue tail, a black body with uh black hind legs green like i don't know if that's like bug or bird front legs it's got a mask on i don't know i just love it i think it is i don't like it awesome i don't like it It doesn't look like it belongs in a pokemon game why not it's just it's it's just it's weird it's looks like medieval or something it's just i think it's so good i don't i don't know like in the land of cute, cuddly little creatures, this is neither cute nor cuddly. It is both to me. <laughs> and it is the partner Pokemon. Would of you Gladion. would you get a plushie of this? I with would like get a the sharp crap out of a plushie. With a sharp axe for the for the that you could like actually cut food yes, with. Yes, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I love this thing. It is so cute. And it's such a weird name. Such a weird name. Like like, you know, like I'm sure I'm not the only one that did it. When it came up on the screen, I was like, wait, so like is this like a no typing Pokemon? There's just, there's no types to it. We're just going to throw all that at the, although it turns out, Oh, it's normal. Whatever. I thought maybe that would be the twist is that, Ooh, it's a Pokemon with no typing. Now what are you going to do? Well, I'm sure that'll change. Um, so it was constructed to synthesize the strength strengths of various Pokemon, enabling it to adapt to any situation. And that headgear is actually to control its latent powers because it's so, and it's also so heavy that it will hinder its agility. 
But the thing in the flavor text that gets a lot of people is that it was needed. It was created to complete a mission um, and they needed a Pokemon powerful enough to rival those um, spoken in mythology. And the stuff around its head kind of looks like the people are saying looks like the ring around Arceus. And it kind of does. I could see that. And the other theory is that what it's made out of is starter parts because you've got a blue tail that's like for water, the black body people are like, Oh, that's kind of like Litten. And then the front legs looking kind of like they could be talons off of a bird and they're green. Now I really don't like it. It's uh, a chopped up. It's a turducken of the starter Pokemon. Yeah. No, thank that'd you. be really cool. I'd no, be thank super you. excited. It's freaky. I love this guy. This is, I feel like it's helmet chopped up all those poor starter Pokemon. This is a kid's game. He's my new, like, Mimikyu right now. Like I oh, love Mimikyu's him. Mimikyu's way cuter, cuter. Um, this guy's super adorable. So that's most of the updates we have missed. So this week, we've got a couple other things really quick. Um, Pokemon Generations is a new anime that got announced. And um, per uh, Cerebi.net, these shorts actually go live on YouTube weekly all the way through December 23rd of this year. And they last about three to five minutes. They'll feature various uh, moments from each generation of Pokemon. And um, this is going to consist of 18 episodes with the first two launching this Friday mm. on the 16th. So this this will have... Does this have anything to do with the main anime? No. So This which, is just like moments separate... in the generations that are, I'm guessing are really cool. If you watch like the trailer... Like a best hits or something? That's weird. Well, no, just like key moments huh. throughout each generation okay so that's interesting neat. so we won't see ash or anything like that yeah so i like that um i watched the trailer i will watch these shorts might as well they're only three to five minutes this sounds like it's something that's kind of made specifically for youtube and you know that market yeah internet s- consumption basically um the other thing that's important to know is that they finally for north america announced the pokemon uh, Sun and Moon new Nintendo 3DS XL. Same one that everybody's getting. Um, the black with the outlines of Solgaleo and Lunala. The big difference, no, we don't get games with it. No, we still don't get an AC adapter with it. <laughs> we get it next month. So we get huh. it like several weeks ahead of the launch of the game. Everybody else gets it day of launch usually these things that are branded come with at least a digital code for the game so it's weird that yeah it's separate i guess they're just this there's people that'll buy it this is the same you know i I don't know how far back it goes but at least for x and y the blue and red systems also didn't come with the games Hmm, i guess that's true so i remember that um and so far just off the top of my head not actually looking at anything the only ones of the special edition systems for sun and moon that I believe come with the games are the limited edition two DSs, And if you get, there's one that comes with moon and one that comes with sun, but I think that's like a Europe exclusive. So that's all the news. Wow. That went by faster than I thought it was going to is I feel like we missed so much more. Nope. We just kind of ran through it. <laughs> That was a lot. So yeah. um, I don't like that new 
3DS XL, but I probably will get it. Before I get to a couple tweets that we got this week over at our Twitter account at Pokestop Podcast, since we didn't get any emails, we're still not getting emails. I guess you guys, I guess people just don't correspond over email anymore since we have all this social media, but I will keep throwing the address out there, Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. But before I get to the tweets that we got this week, I, I just want to check in with Shane. You know, now that you have these Pokemon that you love, like type null and weird, but whatever. Uh, how does your how does your team look in Sun and Moon right now? It still doesn't. <laughs> um, just because it's so hard to pick. And I don't know. I'm still waiting on. Okay, we'll just go into speculation real quick. Sure. So the Koro Koro thing showed that Rockruff has two different forms. And it's either based on when it evolves or it's based on either having sun or moon. Um, it's still really unclear. The thing about that is Koro Koro also said back when Rockruff was revealed that he and the starters have a secret. If this is the secret where you'll have different forms for the starter evolutions like you do for Rockruff, like my team Poplio love and pride maybe coming back so if i don't have to have a dumb stupid mermaid um so i don't even know what starter i'm gonna have still because of that and like there's type null that i would love to have on my team mimic you that i'd love to have on my team and just the list goes on and on there's literally except for like ugly radicate like that's the only thing i don't i would not want on my team at any point are you gonna put a jang Mu on your team i would I would yeah. put, but his name is Jang Mo O, probably. It's Jang Mu in my heart. Well, your heart is heart. Your heart, can't, <laughs> your heart can't read. So <laughs> stop it. All right, let's get to some tweets. Uh, we have a couple this week from uh, our listener Haster sent us a couple tweets this week. I recognize that name from when we did the uh, World of Warcraft show. So thanks for uh, coming over and visiting us here at Pokestop Podcast. Uh, two tweets from Haster this week. Two questions. So the first one, this is a good one for Shane. For me. If you were a Pokemon. What would you be? Probably just Oshawa. Snorlax. <laughs> That's terrible. Because you okay. like to nap. No. <laughs> All Pokemon can nap. <laughs> but not big and fat like Snorlax. No, you'd be, you'd be like a Pokemon Go Snorlax, which can come in the uh, extra small. So it's not as... No, no. It's not a big no, joke. No, no, no. I'd be Oshawa. You'd be Oshawa. Why would you be Oshawa? Just because Oshawa is your favorite? Because he's my favorite. And like... He stops everything if he like doesn't have his little seashell, and I feel like I do that with a lot of my toys and personal belongings. Except instead of a seashell, it's an SPD emergency badge thing. What do they call those things? No, just just well. yeah, you don't. It's okay. I tried. You failed. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just say Oshawa. All right. Well, my, I'm going to go with Gen 1 just because it's Really? I'm so surprised. No, but it's okay. But th there is, like Shane, when I tell you who it is, it's there is Jinx. nobody else more appropriate. Jinx. No, not Jinx. There is really <laughs> no Pokemon more appropriate than Jigglypuff. Jinx <laughs> is still more appropriate. No, Jigglypuff yes. because Jinx. Uh, she gets really mad when people don't listen to her. Okay, and but that hasn't happened in like she's, decades. She's not a very good artist. Also, I even have a, I, I, I even have a Jigglypuff on my phone with the microphone. It's kind of my spirit animal. Mm. I love I love that the magic marker 
doubles as a microphone, or the excuse me, the microphone doubles as a magic marker. Okay, there's so much, but that's only in the anime, and Which that is, was only like 20 years ago. Okay, but why are we discounting the anime? Why am I not allowed to kind of like that and you know make I'm that not part of the, the reason? Anime. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that was like 20 years ago. Well, can I pick James from Team Rocket? No, <laughs> you can be Jinx, and that's really which it. is also 20 years ago. So, no, but, but you're not referencing parts of things that are from 20 years ago. Ugh. All right. Here's another question from Hastur uh, saying, uh, why do the game gyms always have a theme to them? This can be countered. I think that's supposed to be that can be countered. Why do the gyms always have a theme to them that can be countered? Because the gyms are supposed to be like specialization in one sort of Pokemon type. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. That's that's the meaning behind it. Well, and I kind of here's my perspective on it is I think the whole game, the whole single player game is to try to basically train you how to battle against other people. So putting you through those gyms is a way for you to learn a lot about like what affects what typing, because I'll tell you what, again, coming from the casual perspective, or I'm sure anybody when they first started Pokemon, I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty easy to figure out the whole fire, water, grass, trinity, right? Like there's always some trinity in RPGs, you know, with like fire, ice, or that type of thing. Um, so it's pretty easy to figure that one out. But then you add all these other types into it. Like even still, I'm like, okay, I need a chart. Like what is it? Is it poison beats bug or bug beats poison? I can never remember. You know, there's just certain, you know, typing. So I think the games kind of help you learn that and will make you a more effective uh, person to battle other people. Don't you think, Shane? You don't agree? Um, I mean, it'd be a very, very basic way to learn that stuff. Yeah. I mean, because competitive battling is just crazy. So, um, I don't know. I just always thought gyms were fun. So, I, I never really put much meaning behind them. But then what's interesting is that it looks like we're not going to have them in Sun and Moon. So, yep. this could be changing significantly. So, your question may kind of not actually work in the new games. Maybe the creators of the games ask themselves that same question. Why do we Why do we always do this gym thing with the same? Why don't we mix it up a little bit? And now we have the totem thing. Although I'm sure the totems are themed too. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah. They have to be. Of course. So, you know. Or I the think, trials are themed. I and think, the leaders are themed. I think There's like... Isn't it a trope of a lot of RPGs, though? It's like, you know, you always have the ice dungeon that you have to go through where, you know, like take any Final Fantasy game. There's some mountain you have to climb where there's a lot of thunder based elementals and things like that. Like, it's just it's 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 a very standard kind of JRPG sort of trope that Pokemon just, you know, kind of has its own little spin on, I think. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that was it for tweets. But you can send us a few more if you want at pokestop podcast and that is going to bring us towards the end of another episode good i'm hungry (laughs) it was a a little it was miraculously under an hour probably because we didn't have a guest this week but we figured with all the news you know we'll 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 have a guest next time but uh yeah so been fun catching up uh what are you hoping to hear about when are we getting more information next round of information is tuesday all right, a week at from 6 a.m. Yay. And I'm sure you're getting up to hear it. Well, I get up at that time to get ready for work. So, yes, I'll get up a little bit earlier so I can get ready and then watch it. And what are you hoping to hear about? 
Um, the stuff from Coro Coro kind of getting clarified. The, the rock rough stuff. Yeah. And then, hey, if they're going to go with that, why not show us the next evolution for the starters? Starter too? evolutions, yeah. But that's like every single time there's an announcement that there's going to be news. <laughs> people are like, okay, it's going to be starter evolutions. It never is. <laughs> Until we, it is. But we still get our hopes up. Until it is. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Pokestop podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, really appreciate any uh, positive reviews, five-star reviews on a site where you found this show like uh, iTunes or Google Play podcast or wherever it is. Uh, thank you very much for checking out the show. We really appreciate it. Hope you guys have uh, fun playing Pokemon X and Y or playing Pokemon Alpha, Sapphire, Omega Ruby while you await the arrival of Sun and Moon. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pokestop Podcast. The Pokestop Podcast is an OLR Studios production. For more information on our network of other geek culture shows, visit vognetwork.com.